The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. In the 21st century, is there room for spirituality? Why do so many people confuse spirituality with religion? This is Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. On our program, we will explore how spirituality can be integrated into our everyday life and in business. It can also mean help for your clients. Now, here is your host, Ingrid Auer. Hello, this is Ingrid Auer. Welcome to my radio show. I'm from Europe where I live both in Austria, in Vienna, and on the beautiful island Mallorca. I'm your host today, and I will speak about the Divine Feminine and how we women can reactivate our feminine wisdom. I'm a spiritual medium and messenger in close connection with the angels and the Ascended Masters, for example with Mary Magdalene and her companions. If you'd like, you can learn more about me on my website, ingridauer.us. Today, my guest is Dr. Amber Wolf from Colorado. I met Amber at the Cry and Summerlight Conference 2012 in Manchester for the very first time, at least in this lifetime, where she was standing on the stage and giving a lecture. I didn't know her before, but I immediately could feel a strong connection with her. And as you already know, that I believe in past lives. I'm sure that we know each other from many former times. Hello and welcome, Amber. Would you like... Hello. <laughs> yes, uh, hello, Ingrid. It's wonderful to yeah. be with you again in this life. <laughs> yes, again in this and life. <laughs> isn't it beautiful that 2012, that year of transition, transformation, uh, the beginning of a great recalibration, the end of the Mayan calendar, etc., etc., yeah. that our paths crossed yeah. in magical and mystical Mount Shasta. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. And both of us don't believe in coincidences. So there's a deeper sense that it was in 2012, I think. So... Um, today we will speak about how to re how to uh, reawaken or how to recreate or how to reactivate women's divine femininity. Uh, the return of the goddess has been an important theme for women of our times and has been documented in many books and seminars. So it's no surprising, actually, given the fact that for thousands of years the collective theme for women had been the subduing of feminine potential, its power and its wisdom. The majority of women were born into, circumst into circumstances where they have no choice or other to deny the divine feminine in themselves. But now, in a time of global transformation, more and more women are discovering their potential 
of her inner goddess, heal her goddess, or to reactivate her and embrace her in everyday life. Sometimes this will happen intuitively, but quite frequently there are times where women look for inspiration mentally and spiritually and need help in raising their energy. So, Amber, you are working with women. Would you like to tell us more about your work? I would love to. <laughs> I'd be honored to. Thank you, Ingrid. It's really a very organic process that has taken place over the course of my life to reawaken my own divine feminine and then to have that um, unfold into today and the Lemurian sisterhood. So it really has been a lifetime of uh, spirit's plan unfolding and, and me uh, saying yes mm -hmm. and, and walking through that plan into what is now my uh, beautiful connection with Cryon and my own past Akash mm -hmm. as a Lemurian priestess. Yeah. So, Amber, do you maybe remember how or when you did awaken your own spirituality in this life? Did something in particular trigger your interest in spirituality or did it grow on its own? I was raised uh, as a Catholic and I had a very beautiful grandmother who was a great mm -hmm. spiritual role model to me. Not so much as a Catholic, although she did practice and practice mm -hmm. the Catholic faith, but she was a spiritual person. Okay. And I spent a lot of time in um, a summer cabin with her uh, in without electricity and running water and we lived there I lived very simply with her every summer and from there I just went deeper into Gaia as soon as I was out of school mm -hmm. I started moving uh, more deeply into places in Gaia in, in the US and then Canada and then in Alaska and that's really where I most deeply touched and reawakened my spirituality mm -hmm. Oh, this sounds great. I didn't know this, yeah. <laughs> I know you, but I don't know the details. So it's very interesting for me. You often speak about goddess in uh, combination or uh, connection with your work. How would you define the word goddess? What are goddesses for you in our modern times? Mm. Well, the goddess has had to transform as our times have transformed. And as Kryon said, we had 10,000 years of divine feminine energy, the energy of the goddess being sublimated, being denied. Mm. And from, in my opinion, from that, the world has become quite out of balance. Mm -hmm. So the reawakening of our own individual divine feminine energy for men and women it's not just for one of us mm -hmm. it's for all of us yeah. and to see why we need that both sides of the the sun and the moon and the light and the dark mm -hmm. and the yin and the yang to create balance on the planet absolutely yes so um 
to ask very practically, what would you recommend women who have lost their access to their female basic instincts or to their strength and power, to their intuition, their femininity, creativity, their inborn knowledge, to have a general uh, recommendation for them? What would you recommend them? If they, no. if they have no idea about Gaia and Kryon and Lemuria, is there a general Where do you start? Right. <laughs> so I believe that the most important thing we can do to support this transformation is to have community. And spiritual feminine community. Mm -hmm. And spiritual not being religious, but believing in the divine. Mm -hmm. A belief that we all practice in whatever way we do. Uh, you know, that that religion is something that's personal, that spirituality is personal and practiced differently. But we need community. We need support. We need reflection. We need advice. We need caring. We mm -hmm. need ceremony. Yeah. And our world has gone, we've drifted away from communities. Yeah. yeah. And we live all over the place, far from our families. And But now that we have an incredible technology to connect, mm -hmm. we can reconnect with those communities, with communities of women, mm -hmm. and support each other yeah. and be supported in this search for balance. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, it feels very very right or very yes it's I, i only can say i agree totally and sometimes we are isolated or we are isolating ourselves from other women because um some people are um, how do you say jealous or they compare themselves and so i think um it is a higher plan or higher idea to reconnect with other people and not to compare who is better, who is wiser, who is whatever. Um, as uh, I already mentioned, we both met at the Spiritual Congress in Manchester for the very first time. It was a very, spe uh, a very special event and as I already mentioned in some of my previous radio shows, It was an angel being Kryon. I know this is not the right expression because to express Kryon is very, yeah, it's not quite easy. Um, so the angel being Kryon and the channel Lee Carroll, they offer this kind of spiritual event, the, Ky uh, the Kryon Summer Light Conference every year in the USA. So, Amber, I would like to ask you, because you personally know Lee Carroll for many years, Would uh, you please tell, or did the audience tell more about Lee? Who is he? What is his uh, mission? Um, what would you like to tell about Lee? I would love to talk about Lee, <laughs> one of my favorite people in the world. And his mission and his passion is really peace on earth yeah. and love and compassion and That, that is his life, is to bring the teachings of Kryon, who's known as the magnetic master, mm -hmm. but also as an angelic being, a genderless angelic being, 
who brings through teachings from the one source and through the partnership he has with Lee. And that is how they spend their life together, mm-hmm. uh, traveling around and, and um, bringing these messages of love, peace, and compassion to the world. Mm-hmm. Can you remember the first time you met Lee? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, this is such a divine play that unfolded. Um, I met my husband, Sid, here in Colorado, and he had moved from San Diego where he met Lee. Mm-hmm. So Lee was having a summer light conference in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is not a very long drive. Yeah. from where we are and so I Sid and I went to uh, the Cry and Summer Light Conference and we met Lee mm-hmm. and I was so impressed by his kindness and his warmth and his humor yeah. and he just uh, he had absolute acceptance of each person that he met Uh, me included, and everyone else, and just that really loving, expansive acceptance. Mm-hmm. And and I watch that as I work with him now. I watch that that's still who he is, and it's and it's really an honor to work alongside him. Yeah, I and, can understand. You're traveling around with him through America, I would say, even yes. to to Europe. Yeah. Yes, it's great. It's great. I'm I'm deeply depre- uh, impressed because um, I know Lee from uh, from the books of Crying, uh, the channeled books, since I think late 1990s. But I have met him the first time a few years ago uh, with a Crying conference in in Hamburg in Germany. So. Um, yes, I also watch him and his work for a long time. And at the beginning, I didn't, I, I felt the words and the messages of crying, although I didn't understand each single word and each single sentence. But you don't have to understand by the mind, you have to understand by your heart. I think this is the most important to be just open for the message of crying. Crying or Lee Carroll never would convince somebody just feel he is a messenger he brings the, the energy of a cryon uh, from very high high spiritual levels down to our planet earth and he connects our human um, level or our um, our mind or our beings he reawakens us uh, by the help of cryon because we all are old souls on this planet and just to reawaken, remember who we are and this I also think Lee does a really really great job and I'm very happy uh, that I found his books and messages and I spoke in a few um, talk shows about him so the audience who follows me I think they know already who uh, Lee Carroll is. So, Cryon often talks about the time of Lemuria. This was the first population on our planet Earth. 
Amber, would you please first quote Kryon's explanation of Lemuria and Lemurian sisterhood before we go forward? Happy to, happy to. Uh, so these are Kryon's words. The original Lemurian sisterhood was practiced within all parts of Lemuria, both the Mother Mountain, which we know of as Hawaii, and the descendant islands and mainland settlements. It lasted far past the Akashic growth centuries and continued to spread around the earth until it was all but forgotten due to survival attributes and the beginning of the conquering errors of our history. It outlasted the exclusive expression attributes of the original Lemuria and made it to some of the most secret societies all over the earth. It was renamed and even denied by those women who kept it dear. But eventually the priestesses themselves perished due to the imbalance that was rolling over humanity. But it never left the Akash of the old soul. Like the whispers of a past love, it was always ready to reemerge and rekindle itself with the fire of compassion for all humanity. Thank you, Diemba. Um, now we have to make a short break and we will be back in a few minutes. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to voiceamericawomen at ingridauer.us. That's voiceamericawomen at ingridauer.us. Now, back to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life. Hello, welcome back to our radio show. Today we speak about uh, the Divine Feminine, and my guest is Dr. Amber Wolf from Colorado. Are you back? 
Lemurian sisterhood, Lemurian goddess, I wanted to say. <laughs> so we know that some people think that Lemur is only uh, in the mind of some people as pure fantasy. But we also know that there were f uh, very famous persons like, for example, Rudolf Steiner. They were fascinated by the idea of Lemuria uh, even in the 19th century. Since then, many theories and hypotheses were constructed. But I'd like to ask you, Amber, to give us your personal explanation of Lemurian and later of Lemurian sisterhood, because I'm sure that not all our listeners really know what Lemuria is or what they should think about Lemuria. Okay, well, I did not grow up knowing anything about Lemuria and really nothing about my Akash, my soul connection to Lemuria, until I met Sid Wolf in 1998. And he and his family had lived in San Diego uh, near a place called the Lemurian Fellowship, which is an intentional spiritual community that's still in existence today. Mm-hmm. And the book that was there, sort of you read this first kind of book uh, before you join the community, was called The Sun Rises by Dr. Robert Stell. And it was a channeled book about how the original Lemurian continent came into being. So I did read that book. Mm -hmm. And I was, I guess for me, the thing that struck me most resonated with me was the treatment of women as the center of the wheel of their spiritual civilization. Mm -hmm. And that was nothing that I had ever heard or known, couldn't even imagine, given our society today. Uh, but it planted a seed that said yes inside of me. Mm -hmm. And though I didn't know what to do next about it, the seed was planted and, and sort of was germinating. And, of course, the meeting of Lee Carroll and the, the awakening of my own Lemurian Akash uh, was what was next. And what that means is that I had a lifetime in Lemuria, mm -hmm. and I was a priestess called Meleha, and I was the leader at, towards in the last 500 years of the Lemurian civilization. Uh, I was the leader of the Lemurian sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Now, let me just say that we actually have, to this date, no physical scientific evidence that this place existed. However, we have a lot of people who feel that they were there. And as you said, that goes back a, a couple of centuries. Mm -hmm. So more and more now as we begin to awaken this deeper connection with our divine selves, we are resonating with that. People tell me, on a regular basis, that they know they were Lemurian in a past life. They just have always known that. Now, I did not have that experience, but I certainly do now. Mm -hmm. 
And the other uh, very um, informative book about Lemuria is a book called uh, Telos by Aurelia Louise Jones. And that talks about the community, the, the multidimensional community that lives inside of Mount Shasta. So there are different ways for people to have uh, this Lemurian awakening through different writings, through different places. Uh, and I should mention the other thing is that what is now left of Lemuria is what we know as the Hawaiian Islands. Mm-hmm. And that between the melting of the ice caps and the tectonic plates shifting under Hawaii, a very, very large mountain began to sink and be flooded at the same time. And it did take quite a bit of time. It wasn't like a cataclysm that happened overnight. Mm -hmm. Uh, So people could choose to stay on the island and take their chances or islands as it became, or they could leave and go to the mainland or other continents that surrounded the island. Mm-hmm. Um, could you tell us about your position? Uh, what, uh, what did you do? What was your mission in this time? The main attribute that manifested for me as the leader of the Lemurian Sisterhood in those last 500 years was uh, gathering women together on a regular basis, the moons, the equinoxes, the solstices, to do ceremony, to do healings, to do clearings, to do supportive roles, to keep that feminine grid connected. Mm-hmm. And I would lead those meetings. I would also, um, there are songs that we had during that time. There are healing modalities that are just now being revealed to me uh, along with these songs and prayers that we were uh, using at the time that increased the vibration uh, of the grid of that whole area and our connection with the Pleiades. Mm-hmm. So, um, if somebody joins your events of the Lemurian Sisterhood, what, what can he expect? Or Because you are traveling a lot, as you mentioned, and bring your mission, uh, your knowledge, and your wisdom to many persons in the USA, in Canada, or to other countries. And your events usually happen on the weekend in the framework of crying seminars with Lee Carroll. So if somebody wants to join you, uh, does he have to have any knowledge, experience? What's, what's important to join you? Or what, what will person, a person expect when, when he or she joins you? Well, the beautiful thing about this format and how Spirit has created this is that uh, we have the day with Lee, who is doing two channels during that day on Saturday. Uh, There'll be a channel in the morning and then one in the evening. And that really, and his Lee will be teaching during that day, during the rest of the day. And that begins to set the stage energetically for the Mm -hmm. meeting 
of the Lemurian Sisterhood in the evening. And it is not necessary that you think you were Lemurian or feel like you want to be Lemurian. Really, as I said in the very beginning, the most important thing is this community. It's called Mm -hmm. a sacred circle for a reason. We sit in a circle. We create a gathering of women that are now connected through this energy, Mm -hmm. through the past, through the present. And once we're in the circle, Cryon comes again and channels just to the women Mm -hmm. and reveals beautiful uh, historical things about our time together in Lemuria, about why we were so important to the planet at that time and why it is now so important that we're doing this mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. why it's been reawakened. Yeah, so this is a great, great healing work to balance the female and male energy on our planet Earth. But I'm curious, I have another question. You mentioned that you're singing and dancing. Um, are these um, dances or, or the singing, is this coming through you? Is this uh, how to move? How, how do we know what to do? <laughs> well, the songs uh, you know, are I ask, I ask like somebody who has no idea. I have a little idea and I have, uh, I think I feel what, what the answer will be. But would it be so nice to explain it to our audience? I'm happy to because this is all, you know, as I, as I speak of it, even more becomes revealed. So that's that's one of the beautiful things about doing these kinds of things in the energy that you and I are creating right now and with all of the people that are listening there's more activation so that's really exciting so we had songs that we sang for healing we had songs that we sang for celebration we had songs for balance we had songs for healing um, moon songs sun songs mm-hmm. uh, songs to the earth and so those are the things that are starting to come through now and also uh, the healing different healing techniques are coming through now Um, the dancing celebration same thing Uh, really a lot of this you know if I could just reference my first Lemurian sisterhood experience I had no idea what was going on Mm -hmm. And it was so unique and so, to me, strange and different that everything that's happened in reference to the Lemurian Sisterhood since then, I just say yes to. So if if the body feels like moving in celebration, move the body. Mm-hmm. If the body feels like moving in a healing way, then listen. It's really... All of this is about listening more deeply to the information, the spiritual information that's bubbling up inside Mm -hmm. of us because we have it all inside of us, each one of us, not just me. I'm I'm just another person who happened to be standing in the way of this wave of awakening. Yes. Uh, So, you know, I, I really recommend that we all start listening being still and breathing and listening and saying yes to those voices inside because those are precious. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm really looking forward to your visit next year to Austria because I'm hosting you in my spiritual center in Austria and there are so many women who are still uh, waiting for you and they are, are looking forward. It was a big resonate, uh, resonance, I think, um, this is the right word, when I, I um, showed this on Facebook And so many women said, yes, she's coming. I'm looking forward. I feel very touched. I don't know what it is, but I have to come. It's, it's really, it will be really a big event. And I'm very happy to be your host. And I will open not only my spiritual center for you, but also our hearts and the hearts of the Austrian women. And I'm sure there will be some more from... Uh, Germany and maybe from uh, other countries around Austria. So uh, another information for our audience, we mentioned Crian and Lee Carroll also in combination uh, with the Lemurian Sisterhood. So if you would like to hear really great channelings of Crian and Lee Carroll, you can find it on Amber's website uh, and the website is amberwolfphd.com and there are many free audios. I heard uh, one of them. Um, you mentioned one, um, Amber, and I was really deeply touched. As I said in one of my previous shows, when he starts say, I'm crying of magnetic service, I get goosebumps because this energy is for me... Wow, yes, this is like coming home or reconnecting to where we come from. So I have uh, one more question. Um, would you like to tell us um, about the Lemurian Fellowship? Because many people don't know that this is not only Lemurian Sisterhood, but also Lemurian Fellowship. Well, this particular Lemurian fellowship that Sid and his family were part of uh, all those years ago is a, an intentional spiritual community located in Ramona, California. Uh, they have a website, lemurianfellowship.org.org. And, you know, it's, it's another way to explore the possibilities of Lemuria. And fellowship is... Uh, not used as a term for men only. It's used as a term for all people. Mm -hmm. You know, Ingrid, I just want to mention there's a really beautiful movement happening in support of the Lemurian sisterhood. Uh, originally, men were kind of complaining that they weren't included. They wanted to come mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, to the meetings. And, and then, well, if there's a sisterhood, where's the brotherhood? So, um, you know, my answer is I'm a woman and this is my calling for the sisterhood in this life. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to make a brotherhood, go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the, the beautiful thing has been happening, several different things. Um, one man got up in front of the, on the stage at my invitation and invited the men in the room to join him mm -hmm. uh, for a little gathering after dinner in support of the women who were in the sisterhood meeting. Wow, great. And then there was another man who said, well, I have, I can't go, I'm a man, but here's payment 
like a scholarship in case there's a woman who can't afford it and wants to go. Mm-hmm. And then another man did that and another man. So now we have this little scholarship fund um, that helps. And so the men are, the men by themselves are creating this supporting role because they know when the women come together in community and awaken this essence inside of them, they have a knowing. The men, mm-hmm. our beautiful brothers, know that the world will be better for everyone when this happens. Yeah. Okay, thank you. We have to take a quick break and we will be back in a few minutes. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to voiceamericawomen at ingridauer.us. That's voiceamericawomen at ingridauer.us. Now back to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life. Hello and welcome back to our radio show. Today my guest is Dr. Amber Wolf. Uh, hello Amber, you're here. I am here. You are Thank here. You. Yeah. Now, so you have to listen a little bit because it's up to me now to speak about my mission and um, uh, what's my mission uh, to support people or especially women in their reawakening process. And both of us uh, start from different premises and use different methodologies and tools. But both of us, we have the same aim. As we mentioned and spoke about, you and me uh, have the same mission to support women in the awakening process and help them to grow and bring balance between female and male energies on our planet Earth. As you mentioned, you work Uh, with uh, with women but this is not only to work with women because if you work with and for women you also balance the energy 
of men. And I think this is very important in our time. So my person, personal mission is to open up people's hearts by the help of spiritual tools. As I talked about in my previous radio shows, I received a message from the spiritual world in 1997 to channel spiritual tools in form of symbols and essences that are energized by the angels and the ascended masters. For example, also by Mary Magdalene and her companions or by other spiritual beings and entities. So that spiritual tools also provide and support us with the energies to reawaken our divine feminine. Um, as I mentioned, this uh, aura essence are not for the nose and these are not scents. I add um, etheric oils or uh, aroma therapy oils into the essences, but the main effect comes from energizing uh, the essences and the symbols. And I was told how to do this. I got the instruction how to energize this before they go out to the persons in 1997. And they are really very, very effective uh, to support spiritual work, even if somebody uh, sorry, even if somebody uh, has not much spiritual practice or exercise, so he can use the spiritual tools to complete or to improve his methods of energy work. Um, in the context of the uh, Divine Feminine, I'd like to talk about some of the female Ascended Masters that are very present in our time. For example, Mary Magdalene, who was not a prostitute like she has been portrayed in the old texts, but she was a priestess throughout many lifetimes. And uh, she was also in Egypt, in old Egypt, but also in Lemuria. So Mary Magdalene started her lives in Lemuria. And Mary Magdalene did not only live with Jesus as his partner, uh, I spoke about it in two of my previous radio shows, uh, but she has a very strong relationship uh, with other women to help them to heal. She was a healer and she worked a lot with women. Um, and I have a very strong relationship with her since a few years. And I receive messages from her on a regular basis. She often gives me messages and I do these channelings for groups of people and, uh, as I was mentioning in previous uh, shows, I also offer spiritual journeys, for example, in the footsteps of Mary Magdalene through the south of France. The next one I will offer in 2016 in May. So people of today, they are able to connect with the energy of Mary Magdalene by meditation or by calling her or by feeling her with her heart, but you also can use the symbol of Mary Magdalene or the essence and you can um, balance male and female energies in the relationships uh, to handle the loss of a partner or the separation of a partner better. 
You can question relationship problems honestly when you work with Mary Magdalene, or you can consider sexuality as a form of spiritual energy or to integrate spirituality into relationships because most or sometimes women start with um, reawakening the spirituality, but you can integrate spirituality more and more uh, into relationships when you work together with Mary Magdalene. And how to work with my spiritual tools that are energized by Mary Magdalene and other Ascended Masters and Angels, you can find on my website ingridauer.us. You can visit my uh, you can visit my uh, site and you will find a schedule of these radio shows and you also will find a lot of free downloads with amazing information. Another ascended master I'd like to speak about is Master Sara Lakali or Kali, and this lady I would say was a very close friend and companion of Mary Magdalene 2000 years ago when they came to France. The energy of uh, Sarah Lakali or Sarah Lakali, um, there's a different pronunciation. Um, the energy is particularly supporting women in healing their sexual and emotional injuries and encourages them the realignment of their self-perception. Even if the injuries come from former life, I speak about spiritual tools and these spiritual tools are very intelligent, um, let's say intelligent. Uh, this means they can also solve and transform blockages from former lives, former lives without going back to former lives. So the energy of Saralakali can help on a subtle or a spiritual level to reconcile uh, with the male principle or to stand up for one's female side or to avoid the battle of the sexes or to learn to appreciate the female elementary power, or to give a good account of oneself, or to acknowledge sexuality as spiritual source. So, Amber, you and also Kryon often speak about Gaia. Would you please explain our audience what Gaia means to you or what Gaia is or what connection is there between Lemuria and Gaia? All right, I would be happy to. <laughs> um, I am, you know, a person that has always been blessed to live very close to nature. And that is where my spirituality in its deepest essence began to develop. As I said, in my years in Alaska, mm -hmm. uh, I lived in the high desert of New Mexico for many years, and I lived in the Colorado, near the Colorado Rocky Mountains for 27 years now, and Gaia is Mother Earth, our beautiful planet, and I feel so blessed to have the understanding of how she, as the divine feminine of the planet, supports us. Wherever we are right in this moment, she's underneath us, isn't mm -hmm. she? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? 
and you're in Austria and I'm in Colorado and we have the same beautiful mother supporting us. So the essence of that is the essence of the earth. And when you think of or feel that, what is what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. What does the essence of the earth mean to you? Yeah. It means it means abundance. It means beauty. It means light and dark and water and desert and mountains and uh, open spaces. It means it means animals. It means people. It means cities, and it means connection. That we're all on this planet breathing the same air. Isn't that miraculous? We see the same sky. And we are connected by an energetic grid that goes across the planet called the grid of Gaia by Kryon. And that's also reflected in the heavens, in the Pleiades, by Mm -hmm. the Pleiadian energy grid. And that connected us in Lemuria as a civilization that was very much in tune with nature, with the cycles and the seasons and Gaia. It, that connection to the earth and to the stars, to the planets, really helped bring balance mm-hmm. to our lives as individuals and our whole civilization we know what happens when we stay up too late and we have to get up too early and we get out of balance with the day and the night cycle for our own selves just imagine all of us doing that and the kind of chaos that would be on the earth so when we can stay more personally in in balance then that goes out as a ripple into the planetary energetic grid, and also the celestial divine energetic grid. Mm-hmm. It's very impro- uh, in- interesting and important how you explain Gaia, uh, because I have got the order from the spiritual world to channel the energy of Lady Gaia. And the symbol and the master or essence of Lady Gaia are connected uh, with the strong transforma- transformational powers which have been working on our planet for some decades. So the energy of Lady Gaia can help to the subtle and spiritual level to accept the body as one's earthly home or to say yes to earthly life, to get in contact with nature, spirits and Mother Earth, Gaia, to strengthen life energy or to use life energy responsibly or to practice earth healing. There's another special spiritual tool uh, I would like to mention. This is Master or Essence Lemurian Sisterhood. Amber, you asked me to channel it for women that feel a very close connection with Lemuria, especially with the Lemurian Sisterhood. I mention it because it's quite new and nobody has heard about that before. It's like a world premiere, so to say. So the energy Uh (laughs) of the Essence Lemurian Sisterhood and, of course, the appropriate symbol come from a holy, ancient, very wise, powerful and loving female group of Lemurian masters. And they energize and seal the symbol and the spray for us 
for an easy use in everyday life. And their energies help us to reconnect with the wisdom of our Lemurian experiences, to remember who we were in former times, or to sorry, to reactivate our female Lemurian potential. You can find more about my spiritual tools on my website ingridhour.com or ingridhour.us. And you will also find a free gift on my site and many, many free downloads and suggestions sorry, how to use my spiritual tools in daily life. But now it's time to say goodbye. I'd like to say thank you to you, the Amber, for being my guest And I'm really, really thankful for our reconnection in this lifetime. Would you like Thank to you say so much. a few words yeah. Yeah, to the artist? It I, was I, really, feel, yeah. I just feel so very blessed that going back to our connection in Mount Shasta, yeah. how, how just that one time and then, you know, reconnecting with you in Sedona, um, last year and you know just knowing how that this is our community mm -hmm. our support our our love for our sisters and for the divine feminine comes when we meet each other and we see each other as yes yes of course i know who you are my soul <laughs> yeah. recognizes your soul it's yes. the namaste of our mm -hmm. souls yeah right? Yeah. And how beautiful that is. So I feel so very blessed mm -hmm. by all of the work that's available to me uh, in this beautiful recreation of the goddess in the now and my connection with Lee Carroll and Cryon and this wonderful connection with you, dear sister. So thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you and goodbye to our audience. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Spiritual Help for Everyday Life with Ingrid Auer. Please join us again next Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel for another edition. Have a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.